Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, we want to get to some some other issues. You know, listen, a lot of people are, are off all week. I mean, the government clearly off, but before they left, they signed off on a... $1.7 trillion spending package and include a couple hundred million for the state of Connecticut. And so we wanted to go to Lisa Hagen from the Connecticut Mirror, uh, down, usually down in D.C., although I'm not, I don't know where Lisa is today. Parts unknown, maybe. Lisa, happy holidays. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, listen, uh, give us a few highlights. $236 billion. I mean, some people call it pork, some people call it earmarks, whatever you call it, there's extra money for everybody, it seems, in these, and a $236 million worth for Connecticut. What are some of the things of note? Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal that uh, earmarks are back, exactly whatever you want to call them. There's all, all different terms of them now. I think people have a kind of a negative connotation of the term earmarks, but we'll use that for the, for the sake of this. So Connecticut's going to get more than $236 million directly out of these earmarks. Connecticut will see other pots of money elsewhere, but it's going to go towards more than 170 projects. And so all seven members of the delegation, the, the two senators and the five House members, all put in for request, mostly all approved. I think every project approved, maybe not all of the exact funding. But, uh, but yeah, when I looked through them, I mean, it's a, it's a ton of projects, and a lot of them are going to go towards infrastructure and really build on that infrastructure bill that passed last year in Congress, and then it'll go towards also economic development projects, health, energy, environment. So it really it really runs the gamut of what Connecticut and groups will see from these earmarks. Are they all legit? Seemingly? From what I, yeah, from what I can tell, yes. Um, there's certain ethical and transparency things, uh, kind of uh, parameters that were put into earmarks, and so now members have to certify that they don't have financial ties to any of these groups that will receive money. Uh, not a for-profit companies cannot receive it. It's only nonprofits and government. And then now a government watchdog is going to audit a lot of these. So uh, it's 170 projects, as, as far as I can tell. Most of these are all, all of these are government and nonprofits that will benefit right. in Connecticut. And they're all if it's 170, they're all relatively small. But we're talking with Lisa Hagen with Connecticut Mirror here on Brian and Company and WTIC. I, I mean, I, in terms of process, I don't know what, if I was taught this in my civics or not, but how does stuff get in? Do they basically like, all right, back up the truck, what do you want? And then everyone submits what they want, and the states that are more prominent get more. Like, I, how does this stuff even get in in the first place? Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much like that. I know there are a lot of the members can solicit and say, hey, what, what, what do groups want? What are they looking for? And then they can go through and decide basically who they want to submit requests to. And so these these requests get submitted to basically the appropriations committees and in a Congress, and then eventually they all get approved. And so now with earmarks being back for the past two years, all of the government spending, so that $1.7 trillion, only 1% of that can go to all earmarks requested and approved. So it's, it really is a small fraction of the bill. I know it's tons of money, but it's only 1% of the entire bill. 
and I think it's proportional uh, how the money is equally divided between both political parties. So is but it basically there, all, all the clamoring, Lisa, because there was a ton of job boning about, oh, it's mm-hmm. just so full of pork, blah, blah. So that is not necessarily true? Is that your point? Yeah, now it can't be however much money they want to make it as part of a spending bill. It can only be 1% of that. And so different members in different states can 100% get very vast amounts of money, different amounts of money, and that could be depending on if they're part of an appropriations committee. But this cannot exceed 1% of the overall $1.7 trillion. Got it. Uh, we're talking with Lisa Hagen from Connecticut Mirror. You know, I've I've... You know, I've interviewed uh, Mayor Luke Bronin many times, and I'm very curious about what his future holds. And you wrote recently about his wife, Sarah Bronin, who's a, you know, is a professor at Cornell and and very successful on her own. And and just talk about this position that she has now been confirmed at in D.C. And how, I'm also curious about how much time commitment it's going to be. Yeah, so she basically will become the chair of the Advisory Council on Historic Preservation. So she's she's a lawyer and a professor, but she has a long background in historic preservation. And so she's going to be able to oversee the federal policy on historic preservation. Uh, She basically can make, or her council can make recommendations on such policy to the president and to Congress. And so uh, from listening to some of her hearings, I, uh, I, apparently only the second time a, a chairman of this council was approved by the Senate. It used to just be unilaterally approved and, and selected by the president. And so now it's a full-time position. I, I, they said that you get a full salary. So I think it's a pretty large commitment. And her term runs through 2025. Okay, so these are leading questions. So my, lead, my, my question next is that she's going to have to be in D.C. a lot. I yes, I pre- presumably yes. I don't personally know what her what her schedule will be or where she will have to reside because of this, but I imagine she spends a decent amount of time in D.C. because of this job. And I only ask because, you know, he, uh, Luke Brown is not going to run for re-election, and mm-hmm. so what's he going to do, right? And maybe he runs for governor a couple of years, who knows, but if she's got to be in dc and they have young kids i'm wondering if 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 he's going to follow i guess is what i'm sort of leading up to so i feel like this is a step that could take make that a reality i don't know i'm just throwing it out there maybe a good story for another day for you yeah yeah i'm sure that is the number one question everyone's thinking of when she when she made it through through congress and through the senate and and is now has this job but uh, all i know is that she will be working for an agency that is headquartered in D.C. Got it. Okay. Uh, Lisa, we're talking with Lisa Hagan and Connecticut Mayor. When does Congress kick back in a gear in the new year? It is January 3rd, so they will be swearing in the new session of Congress. Okay. Is there anything of note in terms of anything related to the Connecticut delegation that changes? I, I don't know. This is a bit of curveball, so if you don't know, but everything status quo in terms of committees and all that kind of stuff? Committees are the biggest change, so everything stays pretty much the same for the Connecticut delegation. Obviously, all all the incumbents won, so it is still an all-Democrat delegation. But that is the biggest shift that we will see this upcoming year for the for the delegation because committee chairs will be lost because at least in the House because of the fact that Republicans won. So Rosa DeLauro will be ranking member or the top Democrat on the House Appropriations Committee. Still an influential role, but. Pretty uh, sizable change coming coming next year. Yeah. 
All right, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, Lisa, we appreciate the time on, during the holiday week, and uh, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Happy holidays. Uh, you too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.